0: In this episode of Social Media Secrets, I'm about to bust a whole bunch of myths about finding clients and sharing with you the specific processes that really and truly fill your pipeline full of amazing freelancing clients. Okay, so this is one that is... I get really, really excited and passionate talking about this because I've seen so much Bad advice on the market, I can't even tell you. Um, Okay, number one, I've seen a lot of even big names saying that high-ticket clients do not opt into freebies. And I am here today to say absolutely, categorically false. The truth is, you guys, I have looked up the different names on my email list over the years, and some of the biggest names I've ever like not even connected to are on my email list. Like they're actual official emails from celebrities to um, CEOs and CMOs of massive companies. There are tons of people that are opted into my email list lurking in the background. And when I dove into the analytics behind the scenes from years ago, I was looking to see how many of my clients over the years have first opted into my email list from freebies. And it's hard to find a client who hasn't started there. What? That's pretty wild to think about, isn't it? Not only that, but the majority of the clients that I've worked with over the years, whether it's been the clients when I first started at, you know, 600 to $1,500 a month to clients paying 7,500 to 12,500 a month and all the way up to my clients that have paid a quarter of a million dollars for social media strategies. Almost every single one of those clients has purchased something low ticket from me. Now I'm sharing this because it's actually a really, really hot debate right now. I've been seeing it go around. There's nothing against the people that say, uh, High ticket clients don't opt into your freebies or don't, da da, da, da. But my experience is that's been completely false. Um, the truth is, before I hire somebody, there's a few things that I do to make sure that I am satisfied with their quality of work. So I like to first opt into their email list and then see how often they email their list, see if the emails are on point, um, professional. And by professional, I mean fun. <laughs> um, that there's a personality behind it, that they give value. Um, I also like to buy people's lower ticket programs first to see like what kind of value do they give in those. Like, is it legit? Do they know what they're talking about, etc. And across the board. This has been a consistent process that every time I followed it, I found the best uh, team members ever and the best freelancers and consultants we've ever had. So that is the first thing that I want to share, and that's a, a very common misconception. But the truth is, like clients, they lurk on your email list for a long time to get a feel for who you are, the type of vibe that you put out weekly, multi-weekly, or even monthly, just to kind of understand What can I expect from this person moving forward? The next big thing that I have heard a lot is that you want to hold back your best information. Have you ever heard this one before? Hold back your best information. Don't give the farm away for free or people will never want to hire you. And I disagree. 1,000%. Back when I used to hold my best secrets into myself, like this is just for me, this is just for my top students, this is just for me to implement with my top clients, I always felt like getting clients was a struggle, getting customers was a struggle, growing on social was like pulling stinking teeth. And one day I said, what if I just gave more away for free than most people do in their paid programs? Like... If I had a t-shirt business giving away the places I source my stuff from or where you can source your stuff from, if I had a crocheting business giving away my patterns, um, what if I'm willing to give more away for free and tap into 100% abundance mode and say, listen, I'm going to give away so much for free that people are going to say, I don't understand how in the world she makes money. And That was when my business exploded. Our profit margins went up. Growth on social media was like a breeze. It was a walk down. I don't know where you walk down. A walk down seventh heaven. I don't know how to finish that sentence. Um, I felt like Every single thing started to flow. Our email list started growing consistently. I started getting the biggest sponsorships of my life. Um, someone just shared with me, and thank you for this, Lauren Alexis, a walk in the park. Um, <laughs> so what's interesting is, it is only when I am in a place of true like abundance, I have more than enough to give, and I just start giving freely everywhere I go, that I see things flowing consistently. Um and I'll share two examples of times when I've seen that just dry up recently. Okay? So one is when I broke my hand and suddenly <laughs> creating valuable content was really really challenging. Um first up, I was cranky, which makes it hard to want to be abundant. I just wanted to be a little baby who cried in bed every day. And I'm just being super honest. Um, but it also logistically, I have one hand to type. So everything slowed down and I just kind of like gave up on a few platforms for the last couple of weeks. And suddenly I saw daily performance drop. Our social media followers stopped growing as fast. I saw a lot less virals. Uh, I saw less leads coming in every single day, both email leads and leads for our business. The truth of the matter is when you give it all away, people will always find a way to work with you. Can I get like an amen as you're listening to this? If you're like, I needed to hear this. I needed this reminded to me. Um, Because keeping secrets is a very scary thing to me. Um, The idea, like if my whole business is built on a foundation of some secret formula, all it takes is someone else figuring out that same secret formula and then what? Then what do I have? Nada. The next big thing I want to share with you is that, and this is interesting because I go back and forth on this quite a bit, but I don't think that everyone should be on every single platform. When you are trying to find clients, there are certain platforms and places that are better for securing clients than others However, you still want to optimize every single profile that is public and able to be seen by prospective clients as though it was active. People are going to go hunt you down. They're going to go look at your LinkedIn. They're going to see what your internship was from college. Um, I know I'm not the only person who is really, really creepy and stalkery online. Anyone else a major internet stalker? Like give me a first name and a last initial and I don't care what country they're from, I'm finding them, right? So when someone is considering hiring you, they're going to go and creep on you absolutely everywhere. So make sure your whole forward-facing internet presence is legit and optimized, pointing to your website, pointing to your freebies, pointing to your expertise, all of the above. Cool. Super, super, super important. That being said, the platforms where I've found the greatest advantage for finding clients in, and I'm going to share these not in order because all three work, really well, and I'm gonna add a fourth because they're all really great for different reasons, and I'm gonna share specifically how. But sometimes people will be like, the best way to find clients is like Facebook ads to a funnel. That's a really great way to lose your shirt fast if you are not good at that. Let me say that again. Facebook ads to a funnel to try to get clients is a really good way to go broke fast because there are a lot of moving pieces that if you don't know how to optimize them all, including copywriting, the mechanics of a funnel, the design of a funnel, the conversion optimization of your Facebook ads, the creatives, the copy, the hook, headlines, the hooks, blah, 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 blah. There are a bajillion and one ways for it to not work. And if you don't know how to find where it's broken, it gets really expensive really, really fast. Do not start there, okay? So number one, these are in no particular order. Number one is, surprisingly, Facebook groups. They are amazing. Um, There are people hiring for freelancers every single day, and this is a huge misconception that freelancers have. They say, well, I already saw that 79 people applied for that job. That's great. Um, 79 people are not qualified for that job. 79 people will not follow up. 79 people will not follow all of the directions required to get that client. Pretty cool, right? So what's interesting is when you see an opportunity for a client in a group and there's already a ton of people, feel free to comment on the post. And what I like to do there, this is the game-changing formula for this. You share, I'd love to support you with whatever it is they specifically needed support with. Here are three wins that I had for clients in that area. Uh, I'll send you a DM to follow up. Now, the reason that you do that specifically is because other people who are looking to hire are going to be scanning the comments so that they don't have to post the same thing and they can look for who the standouts are in the comments in the Facebook groups which is pretty cool, right? So not only do you stand a better chance at getting in with that client because you shared, here's why I'm your person. I'm your person, pick me, choose me, love me. But you've also just shown to other people who are browsing, oh my gosh, this is the person that I want to work with. And they weren't even applying for my role, which is pretty neat. So that's the very first thing. The second thing you're gonna do is send them a DM kind of reiterating that same thing Um, in the final line of that DM say I'd love to hop on a call what day this week works for you you're not gonna say are you free sometime in the next month do you notice how one is really passive and one is intentional so you're gonna say what day are you free this week for a quick 20-minute call keep it short keep it unintimidating keep it nice and chill And what that does is it says to this person, I'm a go-getter. I'm gonna follow through. And then, this is a key, 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 key here, you have to follow up. The number of people I've seen go dark when I've been hiring just disappear, blows my mind. It blows my mind. Um, So just follow up in a timely fashion less than 24 hours or whatever the cadence is that you can maintain moving forward. Even if you're having a bad day, say, hey, I'm busy with clients today. Just wanted to follow up and let you know that I saw this. I'll set up a time with you tomorrow. Even that communication of a delay makes a world of difference, okay? The final thing I'm gonna share with that one before we get to the next platforms that are amazing for finding clients on, right now, this year, is, you ready for it? Follow directions. And sometimes follow the directions that are not even spelled out. Know, if you can, what their business name is. Don't guess it. Don't guess on the spelling of their name. Don't misspell their business name or their first name. This is a huge one. I instantly disqualify anyone who spells my name wrong because I'm just going to be honest that really really scares me. Um that might sound like I am can I say anal retentive? It's my podcast. Yes. <laughs> It might sound like I'm anal retentive. I am about spelling people's names correctly because with my last name, Peterson, all E's and a D, in my last name, I get introduced on stages as Rachel Pedersen, Rachel Penderson, Rachel Johnson. I don't know what's going on, but I get really sensitive with it with my husband, Paul. Paul. His name is spelled P-O-U-L, and then that same last name spelling. And so everywhere we go, people are just butchering his name left and right. Um, and they, they do it with such confidence. And sometimes, sometimes it's like, no, you've met me like four times before, please don't call me pool. And so when it comes to names, I'm really big into, you need to spell it right. And you need to pronounce it Write once you know what the pronunciation is. If you need to record your intro call so that you can get a name pronunciation correctly, do it. Maybe don't guess on how to spell their or how to pronounce their name. You can ask. I don't wanna. I don't wanna mispronounce your name. Could you just say it for me and then I'll have it. Cool. Okay. When it comes to directions, follow the directions. Um, Sometimes I will share certain things and then people will completely disregard the directions. Um, For example, I'll say upload this to a Google Drive folder so you can drop the link here and then drop the Google folder link and I'll get a link to a Netflix show or a link to a photo in Canva. That makes me nervous because the directions were really, really clear I need to know that you can follow the basic directions so that I can feel free to give you creative and artistic freedom within our business, right? But I need to know that at least starting out, you really and truly can follow those directions. So follow the directions and you'll stand out. Okay, number two, place to find clients. And this one is hopping right now. So many people have been like LinkedIn is dead. Um, it sounds like all I do is just beef with other gurus. Maybe I should start like a guru boxing match. I'm just kidding. I don't want to break my other hand. Okay, so when you go onto LinkedIn, LinkedIn is not dead. You can actually find freelance positions for whatever it is that you are a freelancer in. If I look up like freelance writer, let's look up this job right here. Okay, ready for it? There's 3977, 3,977 freelance writer positions just in the U.S. alone, okay? If I look up freelance social media manager, there are currently 37,310 freelance positions on LinkedIn. That's a lot. I'm looking at one right now. This is going to be good for someone. Insight Global, a remote position, so a little different than freelance, but remote, Sixty dollars to $80,000 a year. about a great way to get your foot in the door while you're building your business right okay so that's one that is crushing it all the time right now um the third platform that is amazing for finding clients is actually your facebook personal profile and the reason that this one specifically works is because it's like if everyone else is getting the forwarded version of an email with a bajillion and one Lines, do you guys remember the old days of emails? When, (laughs) do you guys remember when there were like tons and tons of lines? Like the more people forwarded it, the more lines were on the email. It was like the little brackets or the, you guys know what I'm talking about, right? So (laughs) if everyone else, every other platform is getting the bracketed forwarded version of an email, the direct email, the direct communication, the direct pipeline, is specifically your Facebook profile. Facebook profiles are like the single greatest way to reach the most people quickly. Um, I've only been taking my Facebook profile seriously for, um, since last December? Yeah, since last December. So it hasn't even been a year, uh, and I've grown by 251,515 followers on my personal Facebook profile. So that's an absolute game changing equation. You want to share short form videos and we'll talk more about short form in just a second because that is the fourth platform, uh, short form videos, uh, value bombs, um, posts that are long form value. I usually repurpose emails and use them that way. And it is a game changing equation, especially as you are prospecting in Facebook groups, because then you look even more legit, which is pretty cool. Go you and me. Okay. The fourth one is short form video platforms in general. I personally create on TikTok and then repurpose. So even if a video flops on TikTok, I don't stress because the truth is, uh, Oh, one thing I want to make super clear. This is specifically your personal Facebook profile, not pages. This pages have a distinctly different reach. And it's like, it's missing that like direct go-to top of feed, etc. You want to use personal profiles for that. Okay, so short form videos, I love them because even if I create a TikTok that flops, I repurpose it to my Facebook profile, my Facebook page, YouTube Shorts, IG Reels. Uh sometimes we share them on LinkedIn. We also share them on sometimes Pinterest. We have shared them on Twitter before. There is a lot of places that they can go and do between 5 and 8 times the leverage capacity but you have to fill them with real true value. Woofda, this was a lot in this podcast episode. All right. If you want to learn more about ways to find a client, head to rachelpeterson.com forward slash podcast. And I've put together 80 ways to find a client. And I'm going to be nerding out even more with some really cool resources over the next couple of weeks. So I'll catch you guys in the next episode of social media secrets. Bye for now.